Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Episode 824 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today, Mikey Aspen and Father John Kozak. We're all remote today. Embarrassing. We'll be back in the studio next week. Lord willing. Uh, ben. What's up? All right, there you go. <laughs> I asked how oh, you doing. Yes, uh, my, my internet is not great. I'm going to warn you. I uh, hope we don't have a terrible show. Uh, I'm in Peoria. I now, got where are you, Ben? Discord. I'm in Peoria. Oh, can you hear me? Is this an approved trip? Yeah, I can hear you, Ben. This is a good start, um, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I, don't know who, I don't know who approves my trips, but uh, it was fun. I got to put some disc golf last night, um, play a little more today. I'm looking forward to it. Outstanding. John John Kozak checking in, filling in for J.D. Rayner, who's going to go to Bulgaria for some essential bag training. And until he comes back, we're, we're going to be filling in. I guess maybe he'll call in, but I, Lord knows what time it'll be in Bulgaria when we do this show. So maybe not. Kozak, what's happening? Um, not too much. I'm, uh, I'm interested to hear what what's going to happen to JD in Bulgaria. I just feel like it's going to be something, <laughs> something interesting. Something will happen. Something will happen. And uh, I think Spay's going with them too, which is good. These are two map guys. They love the map. So they should, uh, they should have some good experiences. They should find their way around. Uh, let's get to some of the news of the day. First up, I know Ben was uh, excited to talk about this. Bo Nickel just destroyed some guy in like a minute. Um, he, he's, he's yet to face anyone in remotely in his league. And so he dispatched him quickly, choked him out. Um, and then there was a, I don't know, controversy, probably not really fake controversy about Bo not getting a contract immediately after the strangulation. And to which I want to defer to our MMA insider for his thoughts. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of obvious, um, uh, because people were like, holy moly, how didn't Bo get a contract? And I thought, uh, this is obvious. There's no way they're not going to sign him after this. Because obviously, when you look at the Dana White Contender Series, Bo Nickel is overly qualified for it. Um, but they built him up a lot on Tuesday. So I think I think there's probably, um, probably something already in the works with those guys. And they just want to keep building him up this way. That, that's, that's my guess. They're using Bo maybe to, to build up contender series, but also to build up Bo kind of like symbiotic yes. like that. Yep, that's yeah. something like that. Um, that that's kind of what I feel because he was the main event on Tuesday night. And if you if you were paying attention to their social media, um, the majority of the attention was really focused on him. So the notion that he would then perform that well and then not get a contract is, uh, uh, to me, it's kind of silly. 
So I think there's probably something in the works. I would be shocked if we don't see him uh, in uh, in the UFC after his next fight. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Um, well, it was cool to see him win. He is he has got to be one of the more talked about MMA prospects in quite some time. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've talked about that, how we haven't really had a super high-level wrestler transition. I mean, probably since Pico, which has been kind of a long time now. I mean, if you think Pico was done in 2016, right? 16. Wrestling? Six, six years yeah. now. So, um, yeah, and then I was, I was thinking about another funny thing is uh, there's never been a Penn State guy who's transitioned to fighting at a high level, correct? Well, I mean, Ed and Bubba did transition, but they not high level. Well, Phil Davis. Phil Davis was uh, – mm, Phil. I think he might have been a champ yeah. at one point. How quickly you forget, Mr. Wonderful. I can't believe I forgot Phil. Now I'm feeling an idiot. Bubba, I did not count as Penn State, though, because um, he was there as a – well, it was Arizona State. They didn't finish on good terms there. You know, I just saw him like, yeah. Well, that's news that's to it. me, but uh, that makes sense. Wait, that, Ben, I have a, uh, <laughs> have a trivia question for you. Finish on good terms at Penn State? Yeah, I, I'm literally just learning about this in real time. It is interesting, though. Yeah. What's up, John? <laughs> ben, well, I, I have a trivia that? question for Ben. Um, how I many... failed the last one. Don't, don't make it too hard. Yeah. No, we were talking about this in the office the other day. How many Hodge Trophy winners have uh, fought MMA? I think you're going to get one, but who are the other uh, no, Hodge Trophy I winners? Bet I bet there's someone early on who fought like um, like a couple fights or something. So I bet this is a trick question. Um, Mako fought. I fought. Bo has now fought. No one, no one else recently. I don't think. I'm gonna say five because I think there's probably a couple I'm forgetting about. Dang, five. I believe it's. I, I believe you just missed uh, Eric Larkin. Oh my gosh, Eric! I was we trained together too. Yeah. Dang. That's embarrassing. How did you know that? Eric was too smart, though. You know, so I tell you, MMA is a bad career, Eric. Um, Eric was training with me when we were in Phoenix. Um, and then I think he took one bad, I don't know if it was an elbow or something. And then he said, this, uh, I'm out on this. But he's he's smart. He, like, had a really good career. And he's obviously now he's doing the Valiant Prep thing. He's he's too smart for MMA. That makes sense. Um, yeah. To those of you that are asking, uh, we're, supposed to do a, we're supposed to do a show. Yesterday, stuff happened outside of the wrestling realm, and we weren't able to do it. But you're asking about the Roadhouse. Have I watched it yet? No, I have not. Yeah. And I, that was oh. tr- that was strategic because Sparks couldn't come on yesterday, anyways. So I get I will watch it between now and when Shane Sparks comes on. And I have not seen it. I would assume that John so Kozak has also not things. seen it. I have so many takes. You have so many takes. Oh my god! Boy, I can't well, wait like, to watch okay, it. Let me ask you this, Co- ask you this first question. My first question is: Yeah, the, the whole premise of the movie is that okay? They call they call this guy Dalton. They call him a cooler, not a bouncer. When it's like it's like the same thing. It's like you know, like that. Yeah, but like they allegedly go recruit you. You're going to recruit a bouncer? Like is that a thing? Like I heard this guy's a good bouncer. I'm going to freaking <laughs> New York to recruit him. Like. Wait, what? And is then, that the premise for you, real? Yes. And then why would you move from New York <laughs> to, uh, like, he moves to, it's the middle of nowhere, Missouri. It's not even, they say, like, outskirts of Kansas City, but if you look up Jasper, Missouri, where the movie's set, it's like, it's like prime Booney's location, like middle of nowhere. It's preposterous. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Hey, exactly. just tell me, me what you know about Roadhouse. I'm going to warn you here. Um, I So previously, I had only seen Roadhouse on TBS and TNT because it was playing like every other night and my roommates in college would be watching it and I would see it, you know? So my wife so watched it on, I don't know what streaming service, I can't really use our TV that well. Um, but there's tons of boobies. So don't watch it around Caleb. Oh, oh yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I- 
We barely watch Harry Potter. Many Caleb, so don't worry. He would probably run. He and Ellie would probably yeah, run out thinking, of the room. Hey, this is a wholesome movie about a bouncer in, in the middle of Missouri, and then also there's boobs everywhere. And Caleb's like, ah. No. And, uh, <laughs> thank you for the heads up. But, yeah, yeah. not, not going to be in any, any danger there. Kozak. Do you know Roadhouse? No, I've never seen it. I looked it up right now. It came out the year I was born. And I'm looking at a trailer. Um, And uh, the description is, a tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. So, sounds similar to my life. Proper. Yeah. Kozak's lived this life. Man, that is a really hilarious premise for a show. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to get into it more. I we can't wait to have like a rotation. Shane's take is going to be hilarious. You, I think you nailed it, but I'm very, very eager to see. It, it's going to be top five bouncer movies of all time. <laughs> I, I really can't. Uh, wait. I already I, can't wait. Oh my exciting. god! Okay. Other stuff. Uh, we talked about Bo. Congrats to him. Fans oh, yeah. of Bo Nickel here. I actually talked to his dad, Jason, last uh, week at the NWCA convention. Um, he's the man. Very, very cool guy. Uh, Going to keep it moving. Tyler Berger to the Pennsylvania RTC. So, um, I mean, they continue to just amass a massive roster of talent at the Pennsylvania RTC. And Berger's a, a really good pickup, really solid guy, great partner. He was one of Burrow's main training partners throughout his run in Nebraska. And mm-hmm. I think more than adding talent, it was it's been interesting to see both Vincenzo and Tyler leave Stanford after just a year. Have to figure the the plan going in was for them to be there training and uh, coaching more long term than than they wound up being, but. That's interesting take. Don't, yeah, don't I, know what. Yeah. Well, I mean, what about, uh, I guess, wow, when you said that, I didn't really think about that take. Um, but I think Rob kind of constructed a staff of guys he hadn't really worked all that much with before. Correct? I mean, yeah. It's yeah. a little bit like a Completely hot new. Yeah. Find some guys that you don't see eye to eye with. And, and who knows? Honestly, we don't even know that these guys are leaving because they didn't get along with them. Um. But I think inevitably that that is something that happens with uh, a group of people. It's like, well, everyone's just not going to work all that well together. Uh, don't know that that's what happened or not, but definitely a possibility. Yeah, for for Shinzo, you know, the Arizona State Sunkiss, that makes sense from a training perspective for sure. If you're like, all right, I'm, I'm – and some guys, times guys, like, after coaching – realize how much it takes away from their training this happened with jordan i think it's happened with dake it's happened with numerous senior level athletes who tried to do both uh and so you probably go into it thinking i can do it and then you have to do it and you're like wait i have a real job that's like priority one and my training secondary and i think for someone like chinzo he probably just came to that my assumption is he just came to a realization he just wanted to train until he's you know exhausted his senior level career before coaching and for Berger, you know, the, the pull back to Burroughs has to be a – if you're a senior-level athlete, getting to train along that, that roster has to be, you know, really exciting. So uh, I'm not saying the moves are indicative of something uh, with Stanford. It's just like it is notable that they had these two guys and they were only there a year. Yeah, that is uh, – man, it would be interesting to see how it plays out. I would guess Rob Cole um, – you know, he, he maybe churns through some people and then finds the staff that he really likes and that is, uh, um, you know, suitable to him and they stick around for a long time. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, Kozak, thoughts on the the Penn RTC roster? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I know that their hope is to have like a full 10-man uh, RTC roster, which – would be would be huge so they're halfway kind of there um yeah i like i like what they're doing uh it seems like they only have five i think they have more than that i think they only have five really yeah 
Yeah, he's at Michigan now. Mm, got it. I think. Yeah. That yeah, sounds right. Yeah. So R- run through it, Cody. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how Berger, if like, if he has more success there. Um, he's been on a senior level for long enough to where you kind of know where he stacks up as like number three, four guy at seventy. Um, but we mm-hmm. saw David McFadden make some some really big jumps last year. So. Yeah. Interesting. Let's see. Cool. Man, okay. I'm waiting for an event today. Oh, PDR, PRTC athletes. I'm going to McKenna, McFadden, Hall, Perry, Burroughs. Yeah, you're right. Then so that makes number five because uh, Perry's not an active competitor. And Lee Zach oh. is, uh, I guess, no longer training. Yeah. Maybe he was. He was. He was mm-hmm. on the roster for a time. Yeah. Okay. More. Big. The biggest news probably of wrestling this week is the retirement oh. of Giangelo Hancock, which is just. Uh, you know, I would have done that before making the team and before 40 days before the world championships, but you never know when you're going to want to retire. Um, I do know it's this was on USA Wrestling. Very strange. It's totally bizarre. This was definitely on USA's radar. Um, Braxton was told, hey, you might, like, really early on, you need to stay ready. You might be the guy. Um, I, I think they were, communi- they were having a hard time communicating with Giangelo. Obviously, this is a guy who said in his final X interview with me, like, I don't, I don't have a coach. I just go in my, in this room and I wrestle live for 90 minutes and that's my training. And so he, he definitely already kind of carved a, a unique path for himself. And, um, yeah, I guess he's done, done wrestling. It's a, unfortunate for Team USA because he was our medalist last year. Now we have no medalist going into the world championships and you know braxton while amazing uh incredible wrestler great greco like we we saw there's a gap there right between braxton and giangelo and it was not yeah. you know giangelo is right on the cusp of placing or not placing he's right there to, to get on the podium again and now it's like man it's gonna be it's gonna take a, a real real uh top of the line performance from braxton to get on the podium and our our chances of medalists are, you know, reduced as, as a, as a program for Greco. So unfortunate for team USA. um, That's for sure. Yeah. I remember listening to that interview and he said he only went 90 minutes a day. And I thought like, what in the world? Imagine if he actually had some coaching, how good he could be. If you, uh, that is your strategy because it does not seem, uh, listen, it worked for him. I'm not saying it's impossible. It does not seem like the best training strategy. Yeah, yeah. It sounds simple, though. Just 90 minutes live. Go live, yeah. 90 every day. I'm curious. Um, so who? 90 live. No warm-up, no drilling. 90 live. P90 live. <laughs> P90X? Is that a P90X reference? No, P90 live. This is totally different. Okay. What was P90X? That was this. It was a workout thing. Remember right? this? It was this fitness fad. I think it it followed the steps of Ty Bo. Um, Ty Bo. Oh, Billy Blanks. Ty Bo, and then there was P90X. I man, I can't remember what it was in the Facebook chat. I bet some of these deviants did P90X for a little bit. P90X. P90X was like early two thousands. And it was like a combination of like high intensity interval training and weights and just like a bunch of different exercises put together for, I think, I don't know, 90 minutes. Man, 90 minutes. I, I do not want to work out that long. That's for darn sure. Larry Steele. I knew it. He had P90X. Ab workout is insane. (laughs) Larry Steele's real name is, is Ashlyn. And uh, yeah, he's got, He's working on his abs via P90X. 90-minute workout, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. Oh, oh, P90X was a muscle confusion technology, according to Nico, our producer. Yeah. What what incredible branding. That is the best branding ever. It was created by Tony Horton. Larry Steele has a whole booklet of DVDs 
incredible. BJJ Fanatics wow. should purchase the rights to P90X. That would be that'd be a good purchase for them. Why did the flow just purchase? Joe Gil. P90X? You, Maybe we will. Flow 90. You guys could do Flow 90X. New website. I'm sure we won't get sued <laughs> for our muscle confusion technology. <laughs> Joe Gilpin, hey. I know you're listening. Get locked in P90X. Hey, so with uh, with Braxton taking over the spot, do you think this will, or how do you think this will affect like the folk style season? Do you think he'll get, you know, he'll take some time off? Because I know like the weight cut was a bit of an issue for him last year. Um, does he take a month or two to transition back into to folk style? I mean, part of me is like, man, it's really it's a really cool um, opportunity for Braxton. But then the other part of me was like, I was looking forward to seeing how he would do this year, a year into you know his his college career. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because um, I feel like towards the end, Braxton started to really get his weight mm-hmm. in a in a really good place. He obviously was on the big side for one ninety seven and. Um, so yeah, there's, there's an impact there, I think for sure, but hopefully, and my hope is he's able to use kind of what he figured out about you know, the cut and just apply it sooner in the season. But yeah, it, it you know, it is going to, it's a reduced focus on folk style wrestling for a very, very nuanced aspect of wrestling that only loosely translates to, to folk style. So yeah, I mean, the um, other thing is not the uh, best thing for the Sorry, with the weight thing, Christian, um, like it, it's got to be tough for him because is the two the two thirteen is the weight class in in Greco, and so does he say I I'm going to get a little bigger to maximize my opportunity of doing well at the World Championships, or does he say he I mean he has to be coming down size wise, right? Or so does he say like no, I'm just going to stay small and probably weigh in underweight for two thirteen. Uh, to focus on the college season. You know, it's like one of those where it's like, you probably can't do both. You got to do one or you got to do the other. He's probably going to be on the bigger side and just uh, have to deal with it in the D1 season getting down. But you don't want to be, you don't want to try to hold a lower weight when you're, the world championships are in front of you. So, um, okay. Um, good, Good luck to, Braxton, who would you say is our best metal shot now, Kozak? Is it Colton? Greco? Yeah. Maybe. All yeah. Right. And that's talking Greco. We'll move on. Uh, okay. We, now that he's retired, we did our P90X plug. Uh, according to Larry Steele, it is now called Insanity. And it's an upgrade yeah, I've done insanity. I've done insanity. As if ninety minutes, ninety minutes of uh, muscle confusion technology wasn't enough. Now they've upped the stakes. Our folks at P ninety X. All right, we're gonna stop talking Greco because Keith Gothard wants hey, to. Hey, new fair. rankings came out. I don't know if you want me to not tell anyone that, but I think it's. Uh, I'm looking at the ranks on here. Good stuff. One thing we don't want is people to look at our rankings, Ben. Well, um, you didn't bring what do you it up see? yet, so how, how, maybe that was the case. If Bray were on, we would talk uh, high school rankings at length, but uh, he's not. It's Kozak. But, yeah, new rankings are out. Check them out. Yeah. Very cool. A lot of, uh, a lot of who's number one matches being released as well. Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. Yep. Yes, indeed. Nice. Okay. Why don't we go to tears? Oh yeah. I want to. I actually kind of want to do 197 because it's the one I'm what? most interested in. I'm ready think, for all the tears. Oh my gosh. So, JD left the tears and he fled. He fled the country, our very nation, for Bulgaria. So we can't grill him on this, but we can pretend he's here. And say the things we would say to him if he were here. Um, So for 197, the headline is, Max Dean might be Tier 1 Island. No, this is dumb. Dumb take. I saw this. Dumb. Thumbs down. I I thought that would be your reaction. Um, And I got to agree. I just don't think. It's interesting, though, because he did win. He almost lost in the freaking round of 16. He doesn't get to be an island. I'm not asking for an island. If 
it is tough to know where to draw the lines with this weight class because you've got a tier yeah. two, bottom of tier two Cam, Cam Caffey with a win over Max Dean, uh, the national yeah. champion. And Max Dean was not dominant throughout his run. He got he got it done, but I mean, he left no doubt in the final. He left no doubt in the semi. He had a scare in the quarter, for sure, with Jiello. With you know, we also only won three one fourth over Lou Diaz in the semi or in the quarters. That was really competitive. Also. Oh, that was a crazy one too. Exactly. Yeah. So it's weird because this could just be one mega tier, but I think that would be disingenuous because we know in our minds, like close matches, like they're good in them and he proved it last year he was a lot of people's pick he was my pick to win NCAAs last year and and he did that so we we know in our minds there's there's separation there the scores well, but is there, is there separation though like remember when we talked about this on the other tiers like clear a clear this guy is going to beat this guy I you know I said eight seven eight out of ten times and you you said yeah I, I feel that way um and I mean, Max Max Dean is a solid solid guy, but it's gonna be man. If you if you said, hey Ben, um, Max Dean is gonna wrestle uh, Stephen Buchanan ten times, and you have to pick the amount of times he's gonna win. Is are you picking five, six, seven, eight, or nine? I'm probably picking like six, maybe seven. I don't know. It's gonna be close. He's gonna lose a couple, I think. I would, I'd probably sit pick seven or eight for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, right. otherwise, I mean, I, th- I think the discussion we had last time with the tiers was, yeah, some tiers are like that, where you can have that definitive clear, the Roman and the Dayton, and then big gap, and then these guys, then again. But it's just not like that this way. So the, the bar for separation is, like, lowered, right? Well, so uh, but you, there is why do you separation. want? Yeah, so you want I you want an island because like Warner, you can't put in tier one and then keep these other dudes out of tier two because Warner had plenty of losses last year. So you, there's no way you can put Warner in tier one and then keep these other dudes out of tier one. Also, is that is that what we're going to go with? Ha- or just have one mega tier like man, younger Bastida yeah. tier two. That guy's that guy's amazing. Um, you know. Uh, I, I'll uh, Bernie Truax. What now? We haven't talked about Bernie up at 197 yet, but that's that dude is freaking he's good. good. He's, he's good. a big guy. I, I watching him last year. I was like, that is a big 84, and it turns out, yes, yes, very big. Now 197. We'll see what he can he can become. Um, wonder if there are other. Buchanan actually had one of the best years, Christian, because he lost a Ferrari, who then was out. He he got sneak pinned by Owen Pence, um, and those are his only oh, two yeah, losses. That was sneaky. Yeah, and then he lost to uh, he lost to Jacob Warner um, in the what quarters or semi semis I think, and then but he beat Rocky semi. twice. He got tilted. Oh yeah, he got tilted. That was... He got he got tilted. That was so weird. Um, that was weird. I did not expect that at all. They're very very strange. Um, I'm trying. I'm gonna pull up rankings here. I don't know if we have our 197 preview out yet. I don't. I don't believe that we do. Um, but it'll be worth taking a look at their other names in here. Worth noting. But hey, our boy Andy Smith might be back soon, so stay tuned for that. I can see moving. Um, I can see moving some of these guys to tier one, but um, you know, like Caffey, Bonacorsi, and Hoffman. While they may have the ability to beat those guys, I don't think they were consistent enough to feel comfortable putting them uh, in in that higher tier or that mega tier like you're talking about. Cam Caffey, he was a little bit all over the place last year. Oh, for sure. Uh, most years, yeah. actually. Hey, also, another guy that should be in there is uh, is Cordell Norfleet, who is officially back. Mm. His, medical, officially. his medical got approved. He's officially back, so that's uh, – that's notable. Is Tanner Sloan in there? He, he, Isaac Trumbull, Tanner Sloan. These are guys I think should be included. In yeah, let's make it tier three and let's take let's take Cam Caffey out of tier two. Okay. Well, Jake Woodley should be tier oh. three also. Woodley's a tough out, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Caffey, 
nine losses last year. He's out of tier two. Get him out of yeah, here. Yeah, beat it. What about Bonner Cortez? I feel like he did not have a good year last year. It was not uh for returning and state finalists, I would say. Um Yeah. Who who else? Tanner yeah. Sloan, Bonacu where does he feel he fits? Tier three. Do you feel I that could Dean not... Warner and Buchanan are, are the are the class of this weight? No. Okay, I want to put. I kind of want to put Rocky, Younger, and Truex up with those guys. Rocky. Yeah, he took fourth last year. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, probably so. Yeah, I think that's fair. Rocky um, and Truex. Yeah, I like that. I I think that is separation. So you think that's the tier one? I think so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, uh, I agree so in my mind, even though. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't say anything. Okay. So, yeah, this is this is a very deep weight again. I still feel like at the end of it, maybe Max and, and Warner or Buchanan. Certainly Max. I, I have a hard time picking against him. He got it done. Already, yeah. this is going to be basically an identical field, say Bernie Truax, and the guy. I mean, say what you want about the the closeness of the matches, but he freaking won them, and yeah, um, he's only going to get better, or you would think, just being there at Penn State. I'm interested to see Michael Beard back in the mix. That's a yeah, curious development with him at Lehigh. Yeah, 197, yes. very fun weight. Um, any, any thoughts here, Kozak? I got, I got, I got a thought for you. Oh, okay. Percentage chance AJ Ferrari competes from a team next year? Man, I'm, I'm, I want to. It's not going to happen. So you're saying it's zero? Not going to happen. I mean, uh, I don't know I'm, if you can I'm, say zero percent for like anything, but point oh oh one percent. Well, I'm I'm gonna leave it like twenty percent. I th- I think there are as bad as it looks for him. I think there 20? are twenty. Yeah, I think there's coaches without scruples, and he, you know, he gets off on the charge, or they, uh, what do they call when they say? He's I don't, not gonna I don't get do... off and anytime soon. Oh my god, that's that was a funny play of words. <laughs> You're a deviant. Um, he. I uh, said it, take... not me. You said it. Uh, <laughs> like that. that was unintended. That was unintended. Unintended. Um, no, but what if they like? Uh, what do they call it? like settle out of court or whatever? And you're telling me there's some college coaches with enough. Listen, there's there's a good amount of college coaches who be like, I ain't touching that dude with a ten foot pole. But there are some college coaches that say, this man is going to give me points at the NCAA tournament. I'll take him. I'll take a chance. Yeah, I don't think that's. I I I don't think that's going to be an option. For, uh, certainly, these coaches would do that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not discounting that the, there's a number of coaches that would roll the dice right now on AJ Ferrari. The reality yes. is, seating is going to take a period of time. One, uh, so there's not going to be resolution there, and I don't think you're going to be able to get a guy in that is currently being charged with with this and is going through the trial. Okay. This stuff takes forever. Um, two. Um, I don't remember what the second point was. But, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Oh, I know number two. This is a good first point. Second point, he has a red shirt available um, that he can use. So he's not going to – he doesn't have to rush to use a year of eligibility. He can come back, clear this up. He and his brothers can figure out their next spot because Anthony has also left uh, Oklahoma State. 
and Angelo's school is is yet to be determined. I suppose if you see where Angelo winds up, there's that would be strong evidence that the rest would eventually uh, wind up there. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe stay tuned to the to the Angelo sweepstakes. Who's uh? Wait, I'm not even gonna say that. Um, okay, so well, yeah, I don't. I, I see no chance. You're not telling us. You're withholding information. I don't know what we've announced. For who's number one? I don't want to spoil anything. But hey, there, I sort of did anyways. Christian's going quiet for me every once in a while. Is he doing the same to you? Yeah, he'll, his sure. audio will go in and out. Let me kind of take oh. off the AirPods. See, see if that helps. Maybe it'll. Oh, let's get serious. Taking out the AirPods, we're getting serious now. Now, now I can't hear no. him at all. Now, now you're <laughs> muted. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, tier three. Boom. Okay, how's that, guys? All right, we're back. Let's go. Oh, so much better. So much better. Amazing. Incredible. All right, so tier three is pretty much everyone else. This is I love one ninety seven. It's gonna be a fun wait. There's some there's some talent here. I like uh even really deep. Should be some tough guys. Not, okay. Not quite, as, not quite as fun as last year, but yes, uh it's a really good weight class. Right. Uh I'd like to turn the page to some international talk since we have Kozak on as our uh as our guest. I'd like to talk about some of the international happenings, U20s is coming up, Senior World's just around the corner. Uh, let's let's turn the floor over to Kozak. Yeah, uh, the U- U20s, I'm excited for. Um, I think what's unique about this year's team is it's super young. So none of the guys have wrestled a uh, like a varsity college match yet on the uh, the men's freestyle side of things. Um, and Iran has a a really really good team. They're returning uh, two junior world champs from last year, and then their heavyweight. I did a little preview article. I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at that, but like I think we all kind of thought, man, Nick Feldman, he's going to be the guy to roll through juniors, win junior world gold. But their heavyweight, I think, is uh, should be considered a pretty good favorite. Um, over Feldman at uh, at U twenty Worlds, I think he's I think he's that good. Wow, that good. Um, yeah, man, that would be crazy because uh, yeah, like you said, we just feel like Feldman is just like, almost like a. No, nah, I'm not gonna say Kyle Snyder because, but I'm thinking Kyle Snyder before he won a freaking senior oh. world title. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think that's fair at least. Um, where. Yeah. Snyder was unparalleled against high school competition, no issues making the team, and and what was a junior world champion. Um, that's kind of how I view Feldman right now. So it's strange to think of him not winning. Then again, Kyle was bronze before the year before at junior worlds. The year before he won his senior world title. Mm-hmm. So these things happen. You hit these really tough guys. Um, so yeah, it'll be. Be curious to see, and Iran just has crazy depth with these big guys. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did that article. I put it um, in the doc there. But he, this, uh, this Masumi. So his dad was Iran's heavyweight. Um, the 2008 Olympics and like oh from my god, I that name. Yeah, Far, Fardin mm-hmm. Masumi. He beat um, Mako. Uh, he's beaten. Uh, let's see who else. Tully Thompson, um, Tervell. So he's medaled a couple times. Um, his dad did. But they, uh, Amir Reza, he uh, he won Cadet Worlds last year. He teched uh, Big Jim Mullen in the finals. And then this year he jumped the seniors. He won the Takti Cup. He beat last year's junior world champ. And then Man. he went to Iran's world team trials. He beat... Um, Yadala Mohebi, who has wins over um, Gwizdowski in the past. And then he uh, he wrestled Zare. And, like, right off the bat, he, like, right off the whistle, he drops down to a, a single leg, drives Zare out of bounds. And it was, like, two to one, four to one at the break. And then Zare kind of wore him down. Um, 
and then Masumi got a takedown at the end. So it was like nine to three with Zare, and this this kid's like eighteen years old. Um, so that's that's why I'm so I'm so high on him. He's just he's really he's he's huge too. He's gonna he's gonna be way bigger than Feldman. Man, and Zare just kills so many people too. He just breaks. Yeah. I don't think Wiz has uh, made it out really of the first good. period. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's going to be tough for for him. Uh, tough for Hayden Zilmer. Again, sorry, that's going to be a really tough matchup. But he wrestled Gino really well, so you know, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Now, talk a little about our quest for a world title and what it's going to take for Team USA at the senior level to win. Yeah. So with, you know, with Russia out, I think everybody kind of figures like USA is the the favorite. But as much as it helps us, it also helps Iran. And Iran has a really good team. Um, It's really similar to like Team USA uh, when when you go head to head. So actually... I've been ranking um, like the, the world team reps. So taking out any um, repeats. So like only one team USA guy per way, one Iranian. Um, and then obviously no Russians. So right now, based on those rankings, I have Iran um, in the lead by, by seven points, which is really just. Oh, yeah. Well, so it's, it's really just, if you, if you give, so Yazdani's ranked first right now. David Taylor's yeah. ranked second. So really, if you flip that match, it, it mm. you know flips the team score. Um, but I did the oh, same really? thing last that. year. Yeah, that's a five. That's a ten point swing. Um, Perfect. So it's five. Then we win. Yeah, five point difference. Yeah. Um, mm. So it's but it's like it just shows you how close everything is, and it's it's going to come down to like points. Who can get the most points? out of like their full team. So like if we have if we have a guy go 0 and 1 and and score 0 points, that's like that's really bad. Um Yeah, so how do they score all the way down to 8th or 10th, Kozak? They score down to 10th. 10th only gets 2 points. Um so yeah. it goes 25 for gold, 20 for silver, 15 for the bronzes, 10 for fifth, and then 8642 down. Um So I did the same thing last year. Uh, I had projected Russia to get 195. They ended up getting 173. USA, I projected to get 179. They got 168. And then Iran, like, way overperformed um, last year. They went nuts. So, yeah. So, like, if you look between 79 and 97, USA and Iran have, like, the number one and number two guys um, at at all four of those weights. So, and then at 57 too, um, with, with Gilman and Sarlacc. Um, so like, really, it's just going to be, it'll be, exciting it'll be almost like, because it could be so much, uh, head to head. It's going to determine it. Like we mm-hmm. should get a lot of Iran versus USA matchups to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And in your points, yep. I'm guessing we're not getting a whole bunch of points at 61, 65 or 70. So that's a, Place we could possibly or one twenty five or one twenty five, yeah. Correct those three, those four places. Yeah, those those um, places they're not getting any medal points, but they still are mm-hmm. like in the top ten. So that's that's why I say if somebody goes zero and okay. one, like it, they like yeah. right now I have them projected to get points, but I don't have gross projected to place or. Um, uh, Zane or Yanni or Zilmer, but like 61, I don't think I have Iran um, projected to place there either. So they could, you know, they could jump up um, Got it. as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be I an mean, exciting story. Yeah. I mean, the team race was so fun last year, although we, we didn't win. Yes. But man, it was like, it was this Russia USA showdown for a while, and then Iran just goes nuts. That one round where they put all those guys in the in the finals, and it's like, oh my gosh, Iran Iran could legitimately win, and uh, some people thought they would win and had won, but it wasn't the case. And Russia 
kind of stormed back and ended up winning, um, edging us out. We get, we got second, but amazing run. And it's going to be an incredible head to head matchup this year as well between Iran and us USA, which is great. Iran had a, a little bit of a drop off there for, from wh- where they had been. Um, so it's cool to see them back on the, on the come up and, there's there's they inject a lot of excitement, a lot of energy into the arena. So yeah, it's all good <laughs> stuff. What? That was a second. Well, you said inject, and I thought you were gonna say they, they inject something else, which they have been caught doing many times. You are taking all my words and twisting them, manipulating them, the things I'm not saying. You said inject. You you might be part of, you, you, They've been in trouble be in the, for injecting in things. That's that's yeah. happened. No, that's happened. I'm not I'm not surmising anyone who has not got busted is doing it. I'm just saying, if you if you're an Iranian wrestler, there's a decent amount of them who got busted for injecting things. Yeah, that is that's a fact. factual. No denying that. It's factual, factually mm-hmm. correct. Um, okay. Why don't we um I have, have y'all been checking in on the chat? It's tough when we're in here. Oh yeah, I look. There's I, one, one thing. One thing I want to respond uh, to uh, in the chat. Somebody uh, brought up okay. Gilman thinking that Russia was gonna gonna show up at Worlds. I think the likelihood of that is is really really low. Even just reading like what um, Mamish Feely is talking about, like their goal is to get approved by 2023 so that they can qualify for the Olympics by 2024 like they're already they're already talking about next year so i think yeah i think gilman the way he thinks about things is like i have to be ready for everybody prepare for the best guys but i think i just i don't i mean we're a month away and russia hasn't been at any of the world championships yet i would i would be really really shocked yeah um i would too and for wrestling to be i mean he says that judo, uh, I guess, got there. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I obviously don't follow judo or care about it. But he said that Russia was in for that, which was news to me. But yeah. uh, I think for UWW to um, kind of make that statement and say, "Hey, yeah, they're mm-hmm. back," I think that's just a, it's very bold. It's there's some some risk there. And um, Nanad Lalovic has done such a great job in improving wrestling standing within international sport and IOC. It's like, why would you jeopardize that to have them in this yeah. championships? Yeah. Um, I think it will yeah. be, re- unfortunately, these, these guys, I mean, if it happens, they, they got their worlds taken away from like last year or two years ago, whenever they're supposed to host Got it moved to 2023, the best year you want to host Worlds, the year that qualifies you for the Olympics. So there, this every suspension, every punishment seems to like they seem to navigate it well, uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And like I think if their goal is to get back in by 23 and host the Worlds, it's like man, in some ways, yeah, they'll miss this year and that's bad, but kind of no harm, no foul, and like they're still in great standing for 23 and you know, ultimately 24, they could qualify their guys. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. The thing with the judo, like judo, never judo, never banned them to begin with, but wow, they didn't, they didn't compete. They didn't show up at anything. They kind of did like a similar, um, if you remember right before UWW announced their ban, the Russian mm-hmm. uh, Federation came out and said, we're choosing not to attend the European championships out of safety for our athletes. And then the next day they said, Russia's banned. And so like they, it was like the, the propaganda of like, Oh, this is our decision not to attend. And so (laughs) judo didn't ban them, but then their Russian Federation said, Oh, we're not coming because of, you know, safety. But then also the other thing to consider is like Putin, his sport is judo. Like that's Mm. like, that's what he cares about the most. Like he kind of, I don't know. I don't know how seriously he trains in it, but he'll post pictures of himself, um, whatever training, training judo and stuff. So it's it's different, um, both from uh, like Russia's perspective and like the sport judo perspective. Cool. 
Well, this has been good. Been uh, great having uh, Kozak on talking some international wrestling. Appreciate Ben calling in from Peoria. I hope you have a hole in one today, Ben. Man, I crushed the last. I, I don't know when they're going to put out the coverage from yesterday. There's something funny though, Christian. It was it was called Play with the Champs, but and so it was uh, it was like a, a fundraising thing for charity. And so everyone puts in tickets and they get to play. Uh, there's nine holes and they get to play a doubles hole with you. Here's the problem is uh, now I'm, I'm an above average. I'm a pretty good disc golfer, but they're throwing everyone else was like a world champ. So it's like four world champs and me. And then the people got to play with us. So I had to compete with the other world champs. It was not, not cool on their part. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. But on the last hole, also- I had a, I had a sick shot. It was so nice. I freaking boom, like 390 feet, put it like 12 feet behind the basket. Good job, buddy. Well, I hope you I hope you beat those pros. Whoever, That's whatever not going to help you. They're really, yeah, really good at what they do. Yes. Yes, indeed. You're good at what you do, Ben, which is a lot of things. So good job <laughs> on you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. The Facebook chat is good at what they do. YouTube, I'm sorry I wasn't over there today. Different sort of setup, but we will be back next Tuesday. Who will be on the yeah. show? Will it be Kozak? Will it be JD? We simply don't know. But thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Have a good weekend, guys. Goodbye.